0: Welcome to Largo, Florida Local. I'm Melissa Honeycutt, realtor and your guide to living, working and playing in mid Pinellas County. In today's podcast episode, I speak with Woody Brown, doctor of chiropractic who has a business in downtown Largo, Florida. We get to hear all about how he got his start and how he transitioned into the downtown area and where he sees the downtown area going in the future. Please enjoy. All right, so let's dig right in and talk about what brought you to Pinellas County.
1: Well, I, I was born in Pennsylvania, uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where the Little League World Series is. Uh, my dad worked for GE Sylvania up there, GD, Sylvania, and he got a job with Honeywell and, and came, down, came down here for about six months to see if it would work, and then the family followed, and uh, so I moved down here when I was a little kid. I think I was in uh, in fifth grade. Uh, Went to, uh, lived in Tampa for a little while, and then moved over to Pinellas County, and and, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, so when I, right before I was a freshman in high school, so I went four years to Largo High School.
0: Awesome. We're loving Largo High School. It's brand new and it, it looks, looks amazing. A lot,
1: it looks a lot different now than when I was there. It's uh, it's it's really nice. It's done true. a great job.
0: And so, what was kind of the road? Why did you decide to become a chiropractor? And how did that whole you know the genesis of that you know where did why did you decide where you wanted to go to school and
1: right? So and all I that went. Um, I, I, I did two years here at St. Pete Junior College at the time. It was a junior college then, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was a business major. Uh, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do, I was really into photography, and I was thinking maybe I would do something in that in that realm. Um, when I graduated with my AA, I went to UCF in Orlando, and then decided that I wanted to do pre med because I was more into science, and then business. I, I think I took accounting too, and 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 was bored to death. Hmm. So um, I switched majors, which made me spend another four years in school, in undergrad, um, so I was there at UCF for four years, which had a great time, uh, and got my degree in biology, pre-med tracked, um, but sometime probably as a junior in college, I guess I was a junior for a couple of years, but in, in my third year at UCF, um, I, I really got disenfranchised with the medical world, and, and, you know, I was on the track to be like a, just a general physician or whatever, and, and uh, I didn't really think they were helping people a whole lot. So so I kind of walked away from my plan to go to medical school and didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, I came out of chiropractic school with a biology degree and a pretty good resume and sent, sent them all over the state. And unfortunately, all the cool jobs in like marine science and doing research on boats, which I was really interested in doing, Um, those jobs never turn over because the people that have them stay there until they retire and and then um, It's tough to get in in that world So I worked for a year as an avian biologist at the Suncoast seabird sanctuary uh, working on birds I was one of two biologists on staff and I took care of all the birds in the outside area um, back then Uh, my sister at the time graduated from USF in Tampa and she went to chiropractic school so so I started talking to her about what that was about. I was familiar with chiropractic. My mom worked for Dr. Bob Gunther, who who he just retired at like 70 years old, off Indian Rocks Road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I knew about chiropractic, had been to a chiropractor when I was a kid, um, but I didn't really know much about the profession. So I, I researched it quite a bit, and, and uh, for much of the reasons that I love what I do, uh, it seemed like a really good thing to, to, to work towards. So. I finished up about a year at Suncoast Seabird Sanctuary, and then and then my my parents, where my dad got transferred to Houston to go work at NASA, the, the Honeywell office right next to NASA there, and uh, and I I was getting about eight twenty five an hour as a biologist with a four with a four year degree, and um, couldn't really afford to live here in Pinellas County, so decided to make the jump and go to chiropractic school, and, and uh, I I think it was a great decision for me. And where'd you go to school? I went to Life University in Atlanta. Um, it was, at the time, it was the closest chiropractic school to here. Uh, there's three in Florida now, I think. Um, there's one, there's a program here in, in Pinellas County. Um, it's a partnership with St. Pete Junior College or St. Pete College uh, through National Chiropractic College in, in, uh, in Chicago. It's a, it's a really good school. Um, and then there's uh, Palmer over in, on the other coast. Uh, but at the time I went to uh Life University up in Atlanta, it's actually in Marietta, Georgia, which is a northern suburb. But it, it was uh it was nice. It was nice to be close to the mountains up there. But I was anxious to move back.
0: Awesome. And so when you moved back, did you come straight to Largo or did you, you know, tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I was in I was um in my last year of chiropractic school and had had traveled a bit, um, playing sports when I was up in Atlanta and uh knew a lot a lot of neat places that I was considering living, so i like i said i i'm kind of like researching, so I made a big i know you don't like spreadsheets <laughs> but I made a spreadsheet on different places that I might end up and um and then ranked them uh gave them point values for all these different things I was looking oh for my goodness. uh goodness! from you know average education of residents to uh cost of living to um, proximity to recreation from mountains to ocean and, and all that stuff and and, uh, and Largo this area scored pretty high um, it was either here or or um, oh man Fort Collins, Colorado those were the, mm-hmm. the two best I had never been to Fort Collins I, I'd like to go visit sometime but mm-hmm. it was the runner up so I came back here by then all my family had moved away um, I, my parents were in Houston uh, my brother was uh was in orlando at the time and my sisters had moved to texas and to jacksonville
0: mm, very cool and so when you moved back and decided to make this your home um how how did main street chiropractic come about was it was this your first place or did you come and intern or
1: yeah no so um when i uh graduated i sent letters to almost every chiropractor in the county, because hmm. uh, I knew that I wanted to practice in this area. Um, right, in, I was really focusing on mid-county, but I sent I sent a letter to pretty much anybody right. in the county that I could find an address for. And uh, I said that I'd like to either uh, purchase or practice, um, go into a partnership, or work as an associate. Uh, and uh, I couldn't purchase a practice, but I didn't, or they didn't know that. I didn't, <laughs> right. you know, so Nobody so knew. it kind of opened the the door to a bunch of people. I spoke with a bunch of different chiropractors. Some were just kicking the tires to see if I was going to give them a half a million dollars for their practice, and others, others just you know were trying to looking to help me out. So um, I met a guy that practiced in Largo, and and uh, we were similar in age, and he had been he had been out of school for about a year and a half, and and um, was looking for an so, uh, an independent contractor to come and mm. work with him. Um, so, as an independent contractor, you start from ground zero you, you know you you 're not making anything until you go out and find somebody that that's wants nice. to be treated by you so so that 's where we started and and um I was there for about a year and a half now he was in a growth phase uh, I was too um so we were b- both working hard to get our names out there and take care good care of people so in about a year and a half we were we were running into each other in the office so so um we kind of mutually decided that i'd go out and 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 do my own thing,
0: cool, and so that's when it got to be yeah here. so
1: yeah so he's he still practices around the corner and and uh and i I looked around and found a little place on on West Bay Drive across the street from here um, and uh there was there were two vacant places right next to each other, one was about six hundred square feet, and the other one was about a thousand square feet, so I really needed the thousand square feet, i think um but six hundred square feet would do for a while, so I talked to the lady that owned the building and and um, and I worked out of the six hundred square feet while my dad and I built out the thousand into a chiropractic office.
0: you built out yeah. a part we, of the chiropractic office
1: yes so we would i would I would schedule patient hours and then and then um, in the morning let's say and in the afternoon I would go next door and and run wiring and the, the, thankfully the the owner of the building was a general contractor so he helped me with the permitting and all that that stuff and and, um as a as a tenant you're really not allowed to do work like that unless you're working with a general contractor who was signing off on all the work we were doing
0: perfect
1: Um, from uh, even electrical mr cole who was cole's electric building which is still in downtown a cool little building in downtown um he was probably in his 90s there but he was our electrician um, and he didn't do anything, but he was our electrician. Sure. And uh, my dad and I, my dad came over and stayed for a month while we built out that office.
0: That's awesome. And what was the vibe back then in this little area of, of Largo?
1: It was a little slower. Um, it was, you know, there's there was a lot of potential at the time, and everybody talked about, um, it was probably, I don't know exactly, but it was probably eight years or nine years after they widened the road and invested in, in uh, some landscaping and really changed the hardscape and, and the, the look in, of downtown. And so there was um, there was a lot of potential, uh, but there were still affordable places. I think I think the 600 square foot, I think I was paying $600 for the 600 square foot place mm-hmm. and $1,000 for the 1,000 square foot place, which awesome. is probably not, you probably won't find that in, in, on, in downtown now. Um, but, there were places like that. There was a ton of traffic that drove by, and uh, there still is, you know, and it's where we're getting there in mm-hmm. the downtown Sure,
0: and this, you know, is kind of a little off, but, you know, when you were looking, why why was it here instead of, you know, like other people are congregating around the Olmerton Mall area? Um, were there already places, chiropractors there, or was it?
1: You know, I I, um, I like the downtown vibe you know even though um there wasn't a whole lot going on in downtown at the time i like the walkability of of an old downtown Mm -hmm. um this downtown was built in the 1920s so it's still the old grid style streets and and it's not um cultizacs and 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 like one way in one way out neighborhoods it's it's uh it's a uh a grid pattern so it's easy it's walkable kind of by nature and, and uh, when I was working down the road with the other doctor I bought a little 1924 bungalow that was a couple blocks from my office and so I was really familiar with it and uh, just like the area I also you know I like I said I I researched so so um I wanted to be close to the beach but I also wanted to be in a spot where there was a couple miles of land around my office mm-hmm. because I know that a vast majority of your patients come from two miles around your office, and if half of that's taken up by water, um, it really puts you at a disadvantage.
0: That's smart. I'd never even thought of that, but you're right, absolutely. Um, so you talked a little bit about you know how you how you expanded in the beginning. Um, from there, you know, has your business taken on? Have you brought on new? Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is what I think. A, a chiropractor does is you know you see patients throughout the day and you're covering this normal range of of issues with backs and posture and things like that so maybe how would you explain what it is that you do to somebody who's not a chiropractor right. and then you know maybe how how is your business expanded and the services that you provide expanded over the years
1: so so um i i consider myself an old school kind of hands-on chiropractor so what i do really is i detect and correct vertebral subluxations or fixations in the spine so um, that's what i that 's what i do and i'm I, i'm i'm a hands on guy so there's a lot of chiropractors that that get into different things they do a lot of uh, therapies or they do nutrition counseling um, i'm really i'm really a manual adjuster that 's what I do um, so I help a lot of people with musculoskeletal issues whether it 's neck pain or back pain or other systemic stuff that might be caused by fixations in their spine. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, so that's that's really my bread and butter. Is I'm a, I'm a good hands-on chiropractor. Some people don't want that. They want they want uh, a, an a instrument adjusting or or um, a low impact adjusting. Um, and and there's chiropractors out there that are great at that. Sure. A, a mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. is a great is a great chiropractor that does atlas orthogonal. Um, which is a atlas specific. Um, I'm a I'm a manual adjuster, and and uh, so I send some people to him, and he sends people to me as well, just kind of depending on patient preference. Um, so in over the years, I've realized that um, that my niche is not getting into nutrition or doing other stuff. I'll I'll talk to patients about nutrition if I really think that they need to to address it. Um, now about. Four years ago, I brought on another doctor here as an independent contractor. Who she has a real interest in nutrition and a lot of additional training in nutrition. Um, so she does much more of that. Um, she's a, she is a manual adjuster. She's a hands-on doc as well, um, but she spends a lot a lot of time and she does a lot of nutritional counseling with with patients. And many of my patients get adjusted by me and then and then spend some time with Dr. Vizlaki once a month uh, for nutritional guidance as well. So that's mostly what we do. Um, we, uh, Thankfully, when I was beginning, we were out hustling, trying to get our name out there and, and, uh, and doing some advertising and spending a lot of money on that to try to generate patients. Um, and we're at the point, probably for six or seven years now, that that we're really self-sustaining. We have a, a really good base of patients that we take care of a lot of them are just wellness patients people that come in once a month just to keep things moving correctly so they feel good and and everything's functioning right um and then if if they have an incident or something they may come in between those monthly visits mm-hmm. but but uh, we have a big group like that and then we just get a ton of a lot of referrals from the people that we take care of um we uh, i I realized a long time ago that you can spend some effort to get new patients but but you have to spend as much or more effort paying attention to the patients and the people that the business that you have and take good care of them and uh, and treat them well and they'll and they'll continue to come back and re- when they have an issue and, and refer people
0: i we haven't even talked about the fact that you know you you have a very important position here in the city um you you are the mayor of largo so how is it that you handle being that and also running a full-time business
1: it's a challenge uh, one of the reasons that that I looked to bring on a Dr. Vizlocki or another doctor is because um, I I uh, with my position with the city and this that happened when I was a city commissioner so I was spending a little bit less time with the city stuff um, but uh, it was taking me away from the office so I didn't have as much office hours so there was really capacity in the office that I wasn't able to, to fill. So so we had room so that she can see patients about half the week. I see patients about half the week. Between the two of us, we have about 52 hours of patient time during the week. And um and it works really well. In a morning that I'm not here, Dr. Vizlaki's here, and then I'm here in the afternoon awesome. or vice versa on some days. Sure. Um,
0: Do you guys work on the weekends as well occasionally? She does.
1: She okay. works on Saturday mornings. Uh, I believe it's 9 to 12 now. Um I think years ago when I wa- worked with the other doctor he, he, he told me that at the time I was playing a lot of competitive ultimate Frisbee and beach volleyball and he told me that I, I need to start working on Saturday mornings and I and I said if you can convince people to have tournaments on another day, I'll be happy to work on Saturday mornings. But <laughs> that's too funny. I haven't I, I haven't worked on any Saturday mornings.
0: Do you have any advice for people who are either trying to start their own chiropractic business or just a business in the downtown Largo area
1: yeah well I'll start with chiropractic I I, I've had some friends guys that I graduated with that really got stuck in a bad situation working for um you know for uh almost an auto mill type chiropractic office um where all they saw was auto auto accident patients and and um and they worked them really really hard and, and uh Maybe did some I don't know it just wasn't a great situation and they got burnt out on on practice and and I told them early on that that it doesn't take much I didn't I didn't open my practice with a whole lot of money in my pocket um, now I I had some I had some help from uh, friends that were chiropractors that had extra equipment and I just asked if anybody had nice. an extra table that they'd want to sell inexpensively um, but uh, but I really just took a leap with a little bit of money in my pocket. And gain so much freedom in my life and, and in what I could do, um, if you're working for somebody and they have a different priority than you do,' you're gonna, you're gonna have challenges. So if you're in that type of a situation, take the leap. That's what I, sure. I say. And then just treat people well. Um, take good care of people and you're, not, you're never going to have a problem getting patients. Um, if you're trying to you know talk them into more care than you need mm-hmm. or whatever or than they really need, Or whatever you're gonna you you might make a buck up front but but you're gonna end up always needing to go out and hustle for new patients and and, uh, thankfully I don't have to do that Um, as far as downtown um, you know I'm a I'm a unique chiropractic office is kind of a unique business I don't need a big presence here Um, believe it or not when we moved over to this new building about six years ago I didn't have a sign on the on the building for like eight months um, largely because I was trying to try to change the way that the city dealt with signs for small businesses, <laughs> right. and I was trying to make a point. Um, and I didn't. We didn't really need it because we're kind of people come here. They don't. They don't mm-hmm. stop by on the way through town or whatever. Um, so it's been a challenge a little bit in downtown for for businesses that aren't like this, um, and and like retail type stuff. Um, Walk in business. Yeah, that. Like I think that. that's changing for the better. Um, and I'm really optimistic with uh, some of the new development that's happening in downtown. There's a lot of people that come to downtown, whether it's to get adjusted at their chiropractor, (laughs) to go to the dance center, to stop at the vitamin store, or eat at Evermore Cafe, or uh, when Barley Moe was here, brought a ton of people. uh, West Bay Public House is doing, or Tap House is doing doing really well again. Um, So there's a lot of people that come to downtown, and, and I think that with the new residential development across the street, it's going to even become more active really quickly.
0: I would agree I, you know I see it from the real estate perspective, especially this block in between West Bay and Eighth Avenue. Um, you know homes are are being purchased and then remodeled, and either you know people are moving into the downtown or renting them out or, or flipping them and because it it because of what businesses in this downtown area and also the city have been doing to try to make this make this happen.
1: Yeah, I live. I, thankfully, I live about two blocks from here, in, in the in the block that you're talking about, the super block that you're talking mm-hmm. about, I, I call it, well, on a next door, it's called downtown. Nice. And and um, it's amazing to me the investment that I've seen in the last two years. Um, mm-hmm. People, people take in little bungalows that, um, have have been. Uh, kind of disregarded for a while, and spending a lot of time and making them really beautiful little homes, mm-hmm. and some of them really big homes, but but nice places.
0: And so, future of main street chiropractic. What are you? Are you planning any big changes? Or are you thinking you're just gonna keep going with what's going, what's working, or do you have any like really big ideas about the future?
1: Yeah, no, we're um we're we're chugging along, taking care of people. I always I always kind of think about okay, well, if I wasn't spending 25 hours a week at city hall and doing that stuff what would i do sure. um and uh and i'm not sure i'm not sure if i would work more hours or not um i could certainly work a lot more hours and and probably make more money um but i enjoy what i do with the city and and uh, I, we have my wife and i have two young boys who are nine and sevens so I, I coach baseball for them and and uh spend a lot of time with them as well and like to go out on the boat and go to football games and mm-hmm. stuff like that too so so i'm pretty, we're, i think we're pretty happy
0: it's a really cool life it sounds like largo is fun it is all right so if people wanted to get any more information where could they find out about you
1: man I, um well uh, our 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 web page is kind of in between web pages, but you can find some information there, which is mscairo.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as Largo Chiropractor, um, so you could certainly follow me a little bit there. I post, and it says this on there. I post stuff about chiropractic, but I also post stuff about life and about being mayor and right now rehabbing a 1935 house and <laughs> and, uh, and all the fun things that come with that. So. That's a nice place to kind of keep up with me. And, and, uh, and then on Facebook as well, uh, Main Street Chiropractic is on Facebook, and, uh, and I am as well. And if you, you know, I have a, a page that's specifically for my mayor stuff that's mm-hmm. on there too. So it depends on what aspect you want to follow. And okay. uh, for
0: the yeah. listeners out there, we are gonna do. I'm gonna convince him to do another podcast where we talk about just the mayor stuff. But I did want to kind of talk to him first about, you know, his business and also the downtown area. So, anything I'm leaving out that you think is cool? No, I guess
1: up? I, I did. What I didn't say was uh, we we started in in 2001. So I've been Ooh. here for 17 years, which <laughs> which is crazy. But um, and we bought. I I we own this building um i i leased for 10 years at the first place that that um that we found and uh and then this was an insurance office that uh sat vacant for a couple years so we just sent the sent the owner a letter and and uh he came back with with um a number and it was reasonable to me so we got some appraisals and and uh, and we were really really fortunate to have moved across the street
0: awesome It's a cool place.
1: Yeah, we like it. All right. I didn't do the work to build this. (laughs) uh,
0: Not to this. Well, you know, you get past an age where you're just like, "Mm mm-mm, I don't have the time for that. Well, thank you very much, and um, we will catch you guys on the next one. Nice. This has been another episode of Largo, Florida Local with Melissa Honeycutt, your realtor and guide to living, working, and playing in mid-Pinellas County. If you have any questions or any comments about today's episode, please text me at 727-314-2120.